The Montfail Muse, stories that connect. Hello and welcome back to The Montvale Muse. I am Joe DeProspero, your host. I hope everyone did something enjoyable for Labor Day weekend, even if to you, doing something enjoyable means doing absolutely nothing. As a father of three, I've certainly been there, there most days actually. And if you're listening to this and it's nowhere near Labor Day, first of all, what took you so long? But also, I hope you enjoyed your weekend just the same. So today's episode revolves around one omnipresent idea, that our mental health should never, ever be ignored. To help bring this conversation to life, I'm joined by someone with a passion for bringing suicide awareness and prevention to the forefront here at the firm. And for her, it all started with a sudden heartbreaking loss. Today, I'm joined by Lisa DeFabi to discuss the day she lost her brother, the steps she's taken to raise awareness in his honor, and why so many of us are hesitant to raise our hand when we need help. Well, Lisa, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Um, I'd like to start not only by thanking you for joining us today, uh, but also for being an active listener uh, to the Montville Muse. You're one of the people out there who reach out to me. Let me know your feedback, what you like. So far, you haven't told me what you don't like, but I, I, maybe you'll hear about that later. Um, but just let this serve as a public service announcement to everybody that I do want to hear your feedback, and I'm so thrilled when Lisa reached out to me. That's the only way that we're going to make this podcast better. I'm always um, looking for ideas to do that. So um, like I said, reach out to me, either by responding to the email that you got about this or to me directly, jdeprospero at kpmg.com. So Lisa, you're also one of those people who a lot of people know or have heard of because of your efforts around campus initiatives, and one very important one we'll get to in a second. Can you start us off like we usually do on the podcast, just who you are um, for people who don't know and what you do for the firm? Sure. Um, Lisa DeFabi, I'm a senior project analyst with uh, HR Digital Transformation. Been with the firm uh, almost eight years, and I support the HRDT team and do a lot of projects. And like you said, firm initiatives are a passion of mine. So that firm initiative is uh, suicide awareness and prevention that you've been a champion of for, for a while now. Um, that comes from a deeply personal place for you. Can you talk a little bit about that and, uh, and, and how that kind of is the driver for why you, you bring this to the, to the forefront here at the firm? Sure, sure. Um, March 8th, 2014, uh, my brother Vinny took his life, uh, died by suicide. Um, it was an unbelievable time for me and my family. Uh, although looking back, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, you sort of said how you could have prevented it. My brother was a police officer. He was an alcoholic. He had bipolar disease, and he didn't think that he could. He didn't want to take medication, so he self-medicated. But I look back now and I say, you know. I need to take time to see who needs help and try to help people. And I've always been that kind of person. So I decided with his daughter, my niece, Dina, um, that we were going to form a team, DeFab 51, which was his badge number. And uh, in 2014, we joined the Sea Caucus out of the Darkness Walk and thought it was so great that we just decided to do our own in 2015 and we're doing our fifth one this year uh, at Brookdale Park in Bloomfield and we did I think over $30,000 last year so it's a passion of mine to get the word out and raise money for AFSP. 
and you've incorporated the firm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the firm, we have a team KPMG. Um, actually, a shout out to Gail Smith McCarthy, who is our number one, um, not only for number one fundraiser for team KPMG, but I think she's been our number one fundraiser for the past two or three years. And she, every year she says she's not going to do it again. And she's doing it again this year and she's up there. And so thank you, Gail. Okay, so how have your colleagues um, here at the firm supported your efforts around suicide awareness and prevention? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. When I came to KPMG, I wanted to tell people, but I was sort of taken aback. Like, do you tell people your brother died by suicide? Do you not? And I went to the local action council and I said, listen, can you support me? And then by getting my word out that way, AIM is the one who truly backs me now and the other diversity networks, of course. But I started telling people, and then out of the woodwork came all these people. Well, my family member died, a brother, a mother, a sister, a brother, you know. And I was just so taken aback, but they were private about it. And I'm not a private person. So I took their confidence and talked to them about it, and they were in awe of me, which I found like, I'm not that special, but thank you. Um, And then people started to come out of the woodwork and say, all right, I'd love to back you. I'd love to help you. I'd love to be on your committee. And then the support was just overwhelming. And I think they just needed like a little push of like, I guess, a voice to come out and say, listen, I'm not ashamed. It's a big thing when someone in your family or or a close member of your family dies by suicide. People don't know what to do with it. They don't know if they should tell people. Today, my mother still says her uh, son died of a stroke, and that's what she wants to say. So, um, But people just don't know how to go forward with it. The stigma, you know, everything that goes with it. And now we have, like I said, we have Team KPMG, and we have a lot of people that are on the committee for an event that I have coming up on September 25th, which is a panel discussion on suicide prevention and awareness. And... I have many people who are more than willing to help me in any way that they can uh, get this off the ground. This is actually the third or fourth year we've done um, an event like this. It's just a little different with the panel discussion this year. Lisa, I find it interesting that you said that you were kind of heralded as this kind of beacon of hope and, and you were applauded for bringing up this topic that just were bringing up the topic of suicide awareness and prevention. And I, I would think that's because it is a taboo topic, but it's something that everybody wants to talk about. And the same kind of thing in a very different way happened. Whenever I saw a network pop up here, whether it's Montville Parents or whether it's AIM, there's always this kind of um, this groundswell of support and excitement about it because it's something that we've been really, really eager to discuss openly. And now we finally have the forum to do so. So you, you deserve the credit for that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I it seems now that I have people coming forward who um, my name came up. They're doing the uh, charity fair. And I think it was Cindy Bruce who came and said, why isn't Lisa on here? Why isn't AFSP? Why isn't suicide awareness? Which I I feel honored because, you know, that my name can come up like that. And okay, you want to put it together with suicide awareness? I'm okay with that because now people can reach out to someone. And believe it or not, I've had many calls where people just pick up the phone and say, listen, you don't know me, but I work at KPMG. I have someone on my team who's struggling. Can you help me? And I'm like, absolutely. I- I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on TV. Um, 
only the older people will get that. Sorry. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I got that. Too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, um, if I can be there to help anybody and to, you know, be put on a so-called pedestal like that, I'm here and please reach out, you know, because you need to get the word out. That's the only way you're going to get, be able to get help people. Lisa, can you talk a little bit about, because you're probably more familiar with this than most, about what type of support services uh, the firm has um, for people who are, who are suffering from depression and have suicidal thoughts? Absolutely. Um, at KPMG, there's actually um, the Employee Assistance Program. And a lot of people talk about it, and I've talked about it. I had no idea how to get to it. So I started going onto our web browser and looking for it. And believe it or not, if you type EAP into our web browser, it'll take you right to it. And there's a lot of great information there. Um, the KPMG Aware is there, which uh, talks about suicide, just that, nothing else. And then you have you know, a phone number, which is actually 1-800-388-2833. You can get in touch with the Employee Assistance Program. And there's just a lot of great information there. So... If you're on our web browser, EAP, it takes you right to there and you'll have, find a wealth of information. And speaking of reaching out, Lisa, I understand that some people reach out to you directly. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Actually, there was a gentleman um, who had someone on his team and her father had died by suicide and he was really concerned about her. And he just started to talk to people, look on somewhere on KPMG Montvale and my name popped up, and so he called me. And we had a good, good conversation, probably for over a half hour. And then afterwards, he touched my heart so much because he took the time who was, and was concerned about somebody on his team. I sent him an encore just to say thank you for being someone who took the time out of your busy schedule to look after someone on your team. And that truly touches my heart, and that's – I think what everybody here at KPMG and at other firms and, and businesses needs to know, if you see someone who's struggling, who's just having a bad day, just reach out or get the information. They may not want to talk about it, but just get the information that may help them. And on that note too, a lot of people call in sick. Well, you have PTO days. We can use them whenever we want. The one thing I would really emphasize with people is don't be afraid to use a mental health day. I had to use it recently. It was five years since my brother passed. Honestly, emailed my PML, didn't even realize what day it was. I said, I'm just not feeling right. It's just not physically. I just am so sad. And, this and, that. and then I looked at the date and realized what it was. But, and my PML was more than understanding. She was like, listen, do whatever you need to take this day. And we can't be embarrassed to say, listen, I'm not all here today. I need to take a, a day off just for me and not fake it and say, oh, I'm sick. I'm doing this or whatever, you know, but we really need to look after ourselves and our team and, and our friends. Let's take a minute to hear about an opportunity to connect on campus. It was just mentioned a little earlier, but an event this important is worth bringing up twice. On September 25th from 3 to 4.30 on floor one of the Three Chestnut Ridge Road Exchange, the AIM Network will be hosting a panel discussion around suicide prevention, which will include Chief Inclusion and Diversity Officer Michelle Meyer Shipp, among others. This event will be a congregation of the many IND networks here on campus, including Montville Parents, African American Network, NO, and more. 
This will include storytelling, idea sharing, and the tangible ways in which we can help each other as it relates to our mental health. For more information on this event, please contact Lisa at 201-505-6877. You touched on this already on some level, but if there's somebody out there listening right now who's feeling down, maybe even to the point of having suicidal thoughts, who is afraid, who is reluctant to open up about it, to just reach out to a friend because maybe they're embarrassed about how they're feeling, like you said, what would you say to that person? Okay, so I've thought about this and I said to myself, what would I have done if my brother had reached out to me? And I honestly can't answer it, but I know that if someone did reach out to me, I would just make sure that they knew how important they are to the people in their lives, how important a person is, even though they think that there's no hope left. Um, a lot of people are ashamed, the stigma of feeling so horrible, of having a mental illness and not knowing where to turn. Um, they need to know that there is just so much life in someone, even though you feel like all life is lost. Uh, also, to be honest with you, there, at KPMG, we spoke about, you know, how to reach out. But there's a lot of younger kids, and even in their 20s, who, with the, in this day and age with social media, they don't know how to speak to people. Everything is typing, typing. So there, there is a texting line. So I, I did want to make sure I got this out there. There's a line where if you text the word home, H-O-M-E, to 741741, you can text and just talk to someone and maybe it'll help. There's also a suicide prevention line, which is 1-800-273-TALK, which is T-A-L-K or 8255. A lot of people have a problem reaching out, again, with the stigma of not being able to cope, but any way you can reach out and get help and always know that, of course, in an emergency, 911 is uh, who to reach out to, but just always know that it's not the end, that there's always life out there that you can just make your life better. So Lisa, we talked about how it was going to be extremely awkward transitioning to a lightning round. And I'm just going to be transparent about it. It's difficult, right? <laughs> However, I think we both agree laughter is important. We were talking before this podcast and, and we were laughing. It was cordial, yes. you know, and, and despite the subject matter, we were, we were laughing, you know, and I said it was kind of like being at a funeral service. I, you always find yourself laughing and how laughter is important especially after you've gone through pain and adversity absolutely so with that said let's do a lightning round let's have some fun okay <laughs> favorite way to travel car plane train or boat plane biggest celebrity you've ever met tony soprano <laughs> in new jersey that's pretty big <laughs> name an item besides a purse phone or wallet that you have to carry with you wherever you go Oh my God! Purse, phone, or wallet? Um, my Apple Watch is that? <laughs> that counts. <laughs> Montfield colleague who you lean on when you're feeling down? Tara Martin. Last movie you saw in the theater? 
oh god you're gonna kill me i'd never go to the movie theater so it was actually open water which is about wow. 10 or 12 years ago <laughs> i never go to the movies and that was a frightening movie oh it was horrible it was a horrible movie actually superpower you wish you had to read people's minds <laughs> so you might know the next question <laughs> if you could have a song play every time you walked into a room what would your song be Well, if I were going by recent things, it would be Baby Shark because that's what my granddaughter sings all the time. Um, but drive me crazy. <laughs> um, wow! I, for some reason, I don't know why this song is coming to mind. Because again, it's old um, "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang. I don't know why, but I guess in a good mood. That's yeah, for sure. it just yeah. puts you in a good mood and everything. You know, it was actually played at my brother's wedding, so maybe he's sort of sending me a signal right now for that. <laughs> I think. You're probably onto something there. Absolutely. So, uh, Lisa, you you have you've done splendidly well in the lightning round, and I really want to thank you for joining us and being so insightful and being so open. Uh, you bring to light a critically important fact that our mental health is just as important, if not more, uh, than our physical health, and um, that reaching out it just all starts with a text, um, a phone call, a conversation to help prevent us losing any more lives unnecessarily. Um, I want to thank you for being a champion on behalf of everybody here on Montvale uh, for such an important issue. I hope you continue the great work you're doing, reminding each and every one of us that we're not alone and that there's always hope just around the bend. Thanks again. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to the Montvale Muse. To self-nominate or to nominate a colleague to be a guest on the podcast, you can reach out to me via phone at 201-505-3485 or email at jdeprospero at kpmg.com. Thanks for listening.